0: Hi everybody, welcome to episode 213 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I am one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont.
1: I'm another host. I'm a miserable host, Paul Robinson.
0: Still still miserable as ever with your poison ivy. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost as if it's almost as if um, somebody in your life was like, hey, you probably shouldn't mess around in that giant messy bush of leaves in the yard. And and you were like, Psh, don't tell me what to do. And then this don't happened. Tell me my business, devil woman. It's almost like that happened. Maybe not. I don't know. It I mean, it could be there. any
1: number of things, really.
0: Yeah. So, um, we have two things to review. Yes. Um, Also, we're going. So we have a guest next week. We're going to be talking to John Casby, uh, who was the director for The Deep End, which we reviewed, and we we went into all of that. So we're going to get into even more of that with him, uh, which is crazy. So do tune in next week. Uh, We're going to review two things. Uh, One thing that I'm incredibly excited for, but then I'm also going to do like a little uh, an amuse bouche, if you will, for a future episode. Okay. There were two films. That maybe you were like I don't know if I was gonna watch those, but maybe I will now, so I could listen along and sort of Sesame Street play along with the okay. uh, with that episode. So we finally watched Candyman we and did. Lamb, which I believe both came out at around the same time during the pandemic. Yeah. So um, we're gonna talk about those. I wasn't going to because I was like, God, they're 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 much older, but you know, I think I think these are these are different times. Yeah and we can just kind of go back on stuff um so you know a couple weeks we'll talk about those two films and maybe if you haven't seen them you're like i'll give them a go um anyway any is there anything else exciting going on that that we need to talk about i don't think so so. anything exciting has really happened no i mean there's
1: the um you have the the marvel comic-con stuff happening this weekend so they're announcing a bunch of Upcoming movies and there's trailers coming out and stuff. But it's like, eh, you know, Mm. I I don't know. It's I just hate how far in advance everything is. Mm. It drives me. You know, it's like, look at the trailer for this film that comes out in November. And it's like, I don't I don't give a shit about it now. (laughs) You know, talk to me a month, a month out.
0: Well, surprisingly, if we if we were to backtrack a little bit, it's kind of why. um, Well, I'll get into the details of it, I guess, when we do review it. But that sort of happened with Candyman for me, where they kept playing. It was on TV. Mm. I say air quotes because it was like Hulu Live or whatever. And in between, they kept playing it. And I was like, enough. Yeah. I'm done. Enough. And then I just didn't even really want to watch the movie, which I was already on the fence about because, you know, how I feel about remakes or reimaginations of things. But it's just like you know getting something shoved down your throat they did that with men yeah i was interested in it and then they kept showing that teaser and i was like look i'll see it when i see it like why do you keep showing the teasers and like just leave uh, it alone i've never
1: i've only seen the one
0: i i'm i don't know i've heard mixed things about it so i'm not rushing to pay twenty dollars for that yeah um <clears throat> anyhow back back to it yeah so we'll
1: also probably be reviewing nope as well
0: not now. No, we haven't but seen
1: it coming up. You know, obviously. Yeah,
0: yeah. We have lots of things to. We have lots of things to talk about, but you know, we got to see those things first. Um, but we will have a guest next week, so you do have time. After that, you're on your own. Yeah, giving you like two weeks after that. Uh, you know, it's fair game. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so we've watched, we watched a show. We watched a film. We told you last week. What we're going to be reviewing. Hopefully, you got to it. Yeah, had you had the week to do it. If not, come back because we're going to destroy everything for you. Yeah. Um, so I guess so. Le- okay, oh, I really want to start. I really want to start with the film, but I'm just going to go with the show. Let's just go with the show and just like let's just let's move this along, yeah, so that I, I can create further tension and excitement, internal excitement. Um, so This was season three. I want to say of the boys, we watched season one together. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was present for season two. I was like very present, but not completely invested, and so I wasn't really looking forward to season three because I didn't remember a lot of season two. Also because it, you know, there's so much time in between, and like even if I love a show, I usually jump in and I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, what the hell happened again? You know, Um, and I can blame that on time, but I also blame it on the amount of content we have you know back yeah. in the day you were watching like maybe three or four major things you know what i mean that like you were looking forward to like buffy <laughs> you know it was simple shit yeah um now it's like oh i have to catch up on the 57 shows that i'm watching and it's very easy to forget what's happening when a year has gone by mm-hmm. um so there's for every show yeah for every show there's just yeah. so much content in our in our melons that like you have to like go back and recap on stuff and it, it it's easy to forget
1: yeah there's so many times where i'm looking through something and i'm like oh this looks interesting oh i watched it already <laughs> yeah. it's like oh shit
0: i've done that you go to hit play and you're like why is there a big fat red line going across yeah. that oh it appears i've sat through this entire thing and didn't yeah. even remember it um so season three was a was like i was like all right i know i knew you were gonna watch it um and uh so i was like all right i'll 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 give it a go again um hopefully it it pulls me in like season one did um I I don't I don't know like what weird trippy shrooms these writers are on for Hmm. this show I really don't I don't I'm not sure what you're taking in your spare time or like what leisurely things you do um I have a fairly weird brain not excessively weird but you know I've had, I've gotten some looks for things that I'm like, I didn't think it was that bad. (laughs) Um, And it's not that, like, it's bad. It's just like, why? Mm. And not necessarily in a terrible way. But um, we all know the scene. We all know the scene. It happened in the first goddamn episode. And uh, what? Wait, what scene are you talking about? What? How do you not know what scene I'm talking about? Was that not the first episode? Wasn't that the first episode?
1: I, I I don't know. I mean, there's there are so many things. There's
0: I didn't think there were that many things going on in the show that were shocking. Um, I I was surprised by how much of the episode took place in the orgy house. I oh that did was not like expect that
1: five or to somewhere. last.
0: I, I'm aware. Yeah, I didn't know that. That I like. I figured they'd graze through that pun intended. And then, you know, move on because it's, like, the initial shock value of, like, oh, we've hired a bunch of porn stars, clearly. And yeah. they're just going to, like, muddle about on in this scene. Um, but the first episode or early on uh, shock factor scene uh, for me was, like, huh, okay. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, like, did that add anything? I mean, I know it's not it- – the show is not meant to, uh, you know, really invoke the most uh, yeah. deep emotions and uh, and uh, feelings, but it was so much yuck.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, this, here's the thing. I, you know, I, I, I loved this season, but it does feel like they feel the need to have to constantly up themselves Yes. in a show that's already kind of outrageous and... Um, and so it did definitely teeter on the line of, like, when a five-year-old learns a swear word and uses it all the time. Very much so, yeah. Kind of thing. And so I appreciate some of the, you know, I mean, the look, the, the, the liquid simulation rendering of blood in this season, the budget for that alone is probably <laughs> in the millions. There's just blood and guts everywhere, which I appreciate. I have no problem with the, all of that stuff. That's kind of fun. They do
0: a good job with it. Yeah, I will say that
1: they do. That's a lot of fun. But then, the, just the amount of like overt male nudity and sexual stuff is like, okay, yeah, that's funny once or twice. But it's like mm-hmm. they just they just go that little extra mile with it every time, and it's like, oh yeah, okay. Um, but I do think that the this season had something to say, and and you know, and it's a, definitely reflexive of. The climate that we're in and (laughs) and and that stuff. So,
0: Um, I just wondered what. So that was the message that you got was like the climate crisis.
1: No, not climate. Like climate, as in terms of like the political climate.
0: Oh, I'm like, I don't know what show you were watching. No, no, I (laughs) got confused. I was like, wait a minute.
1: uh, You know how Homelander is representative of kind of being. Uh, uh uh like this anti everything and he's an ally yeah
0: and he's really the enemy
1: right and so he's very it's very representative of, of politics in mm-hmm. america and so mm-hmm. um i appreciated that that i had something to say but i don't know it was super fun and 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 i just wish they would pull back a little bit on on all the uh look how crazy we are
0: i think what's sort of ironic for me is that I feel that the intention for this show was to be a political sort of satire right yeah, I mean kind of obviously had that going that's that's but the this season was... that's the, the 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 dermis if you will is that oh this is this is a we're we're finding um we're finding fun and creative ways to sort of poke fun and raise awareness and all, all that stuff right and then and then the irony of having very conservative people not understand that satire for like two entire seasons and then suddenly being like wait a minute yeah i think they're making fun of us and it's like how did you not get this you know so i feel like as much as the uh as we would say the dick and fart jokes aspect of it is entertaining i feel like it's i'm losing all of the actual message because it's being totally uh, overtaken and outshined by, I mean, gratuitous, crazy shit that's happening. Um, So while you walked away from that show with a a political climate message, I walked away from it remembering that I'm going to need a colonoscopy in a couple of months. (laughs) Yeah. And that's pretty much what that show i mean, show. I mean there was a lot of things there was so. no way that uh that wasn't gonna stick and i thought why yeah i wasn't i mean it it's it's purely for shock factor yeah that
1: <laughs> I yeah. Know, was I felt purely like, shock factor but i it felt was like, like early on that kind of shock factor was more ingrained in the story it Whereas was done now, in a more yeah.
0: creative way where now, now somebody like, was like... Let's just like, have
1: a bunch of people, a bunch of superheroes in an orgy. It's
0: that like, wasn't okay. even the craziest. I mean, that was just gratuitous nudity for me, but nothing exceptionally weird, you know, like...
1: Yeah.
0: Obsc- it, for me, it was the first, you know, the, the internal message, if oh, you will. Yeah, yeah. That for me was like, what did this do aside from... Like I mean, I already knew where this was going, uh, and so like the, I mean, was it done well? Yes, the effects were done really well, and uh, it it certainly it made its mark. You know, it did what it was supposed to do. But I feel like it's starting to, you're starting to lose the serious aspects of it. Like that's the thing about satire, right? Yeah. Is that you take something serious and you add this complete asinine uh a uh, layer to it to just sort of uh incorporate a comedic aspect to something serious where now i feel like it's just a joke yeah and i'm losing the the actual serious political side of the show to that yeah and uh you know the the whole octopus thing <laughs> and like yeah. i ju- i did not enjoy the octopus on the plate. Uh, again, if you don't know this about me, I anthropomorphize inanimate objects, yeah. even CG objects. I was very upset. I'm offended. <laughs> um, I was like, "Oh no!" I, I couldn't watch it. I just I, the first scene I watched that, unfortunately, but like that was not enough for me to like leave the room. I just I could not, yeah. <laughs> knowing that. Uh, he was going to uh, kill this sentient being and, yeah. and uh, I, it just was like, oh my god I, why why <laughs> um, but even that I can respect was a, a, a psychological mind game mm-hmm. on homelanders part right so I even though it made it gave me the sads I, I could appreciate that um but you know when we're like let's give somebody the ability or power if you will to shrink down just yeah. why would this be where we go with it? I don't know. I mean, just also just, uh, you know, the all the actors do a great job. Like it's not, it's, it's not like I think that the show's ruined. I just don't, I just wish that they would kind of go back to season one. Yeah. I, I think season two, the reason why I sort of turned, I don't know, it was kind of, my attention turned was because I felt like it was starting to get a little too, overt
1: mm.
0: and fantastical like they were just trying really hard to but even then i didn't know it was gonna get even worse yeah it's so like was it entertaining yes but i feel like the show had so much more potential and that it's it's losing to what's going to create a shock value and ratings in that way yeah. and um it's you know it's obviously like look anthony uh, anthony star yeah anthony anthony yeah. uh is uh you love fucking hating that guy you know what I mean I can't stand him but where would the show be without him I guess that's also my kind of fear right is like I feel like he really holds the show well if something happens to Homelander like is this show really worth watching anymore that and then
1: the whole kind of premise of three seasons has been like how do we stop this guy
0: and how have you not figured it out
1: you know um and so the intro- introduction of Soldier Boy was interesting, but because he was someone that was could probably go toe to toe with him, but it seemed like Maeve had no problem going toe to toe with him. So like, what, pretty much, I don't yeah. Know, what took so long? Um, and yeah, I don't know. So there, it's not without its problems, but I do feel like I appreciate the fact that it had a message, and 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 you know, all the all the technical aspects of everything was done really well. The you know the the acting and cinematography and audio and all that stuff was was great i just wish they yeah would kind of pull back a little because i feel like you know when you're trying to talk about a, me- I mean satire has always been a really effective way of kind of making a political stance without feeling like you are making a political stance yeah it, yeah um but then when the satirical part kind of overwhelms or, or when the what when the comedy that you're using for as the as the vehicle for the satire becomes more um, impactful than the than what you're satir, satirizing sure right? um then i feel like you have the you possibly could the message could get lost and so um i don't know how most people under, i still was able to t- take the take the message from it but i don't know how, how most people would i mean that last kind of scene sequence or whatever was kind of uh kind of summed it all up pretty well
0: mm. yeah i just uh i i don't know that the characters are effective enough on their own mm. i guess to really hold the show if something were to happen to homeland i can't imagine them actually i guess that's the thing is like it's it's hard to invest in in uh their newest plan Right, if they're like, "Here's the new deal. This is what we're gonna do. Um, get a rope and hang it over here, and we're gonna run over to point B, and blah, blah blah blah, and that's how we're gonna kill Homelander." And it's like, "Well, I hope you don't kill Homelander because I won't care about this show once you do."
1: Well, there's they would have to come up with a new. I mean, the whole point of the show is to defeat Homelander, so it would have to take on a new. I don't know the comics. I don't know the storylines of of how that stuff, all that stuff, plays out. But um, yeah, I mean, he's definitely kind of a pivotal obviously role in that because the whole show is them trying to figure out how to how to stop him
0: but it's not the performances it's the characters for me that are not uh they're they're not engaging enough to be interesting without him do you know what i mean like as as their superhero selves right i really I, i can't imagine a show that doesn't have his character i mean so i again yeah since we don't follow the graphic novel or whatever they have for it. Like, I don't know where this, what else there is in the story. If there's another yeah. character that takes over, I mean, it's going to be hard to replace uh star's mug. Yeah. Good luck.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Good He's, luck
0: finding somebody else. He, he
1: just, he just relishes that role and plays it so well. He and, just is Homelander.
0: Yeah. Um, But I guess it, I, I just like, I, I worry again, like where they're going to go with the story. If, he actually is gone because I think they gave too much weight to his character so much so that without him you don't have a very interesting lineup, I guess mm. of of, I mean like the the uh, the Aquaman guy, yeah. like what the what Deep? is that? Who cares about?
1: Well, I think that's kind of the joke, um, right? I feel like that's kind of the, it's always been a joke about Aquaman, right? In the you know, right? I mean, so yeah, I get I get, I get that, like, yeah,
0: but I feel like they should have. They should still be. I mean, like, what's what's exciting about Homelander? He's like, you know, he's he's the poor man Superman, right? right. Like that's the whole they're they're all they all have their little connection to actual superheroes and stuff yeah. like that. Superman, to me, is one of the most boring superheroes. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. He's boring, right? But the way the character is written and the way it's played, it it actually makes it actually makes him the star of everything right you yeah. you look forward to the times the that
1: Anthony star of everything
0: the, <laughs> wow yeah. okay um but the other ones i don't yeah i don't feel like like their dialogue or their personalities it's just like nah, i don't really care about these other people yeah and, but and, and that's not true of you know the marvel dc uh, counterparts or what you know it, it, the other ones are exciting. You have, like, smaller characters that, that are don't have as many comics uh, that are are more exciting. So yeah. I felt like they kind of – you have all these people and you kind of, like, lost – you're kind of losing me. You're losing me here. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I'll still watch it, obviously. I just hope that they kind of, like, dial back the shock value because it's not – I don't know. It's not, like – it's not, like, you go in – expecting that i guess you know when you watch a movie that it's like oh this is going to be a shock value thing you're like prepped for that like yeah this is going to be like this is just going to be ridiculousness yeah you know and i'm i'm ready for that uh
1: just just they have to just be confident in what story they're telling and not because it's like season one was you know the shock value was was much more effective because you never saw anything like this before Mm. and now we have two seasons of this and so just amping it up isn't going to be enough and i feel like I actually feel like pulling back on it and focusing on story and characters and stuff is is gonna would be a really nice way to kind of like surprise people again. Yeah. By going the opposite way versus just making it even more and more crazy.
0: Adding colonic adventures is not at yeah. all what I'm, what I signed up for when when I was invested in the show initially. Um, okay, so I mean, entertaining, but starting to sort of uh, go down a, a road that we're hoping they pull a Yui and come back to the to the actual story and and politics aspect of it I mean I, guess. I
1: appreciate that you know like season two they had this whole Nazi thing going on and but see you know, she I, was an
0: interesting character right, exactly. right? like so, she was a really interesting character and they and so I appreciate she played them, it well I
1: appreciate them taking those chances like you know that's not I, I would imagine uh Amazon being like I'm sorry she's a what you know, and you know it's not like a popular thing. So I appreciate that they're taking. Bold yeah, but stances like, can you imagine
0: like someone flinching at that? But not like, so get this: the guy shrinks, right? <laughs> like they probably didn't even think twice about that. But you're like, yeah. one of the characters is a Nazi? Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying I could see that happening. Yeah. But her character, as terrible as she was, was engaging, right? You right. know, it was just written in a way that you were like, oh my god, this is so this is so ludicrous, but it yeah. works. Um, And now she's like, well, not necessarily out, but...
1: Well, she's dead. Oh,
0: no, that's right. She did die. I was, I forgot. I was thinking of her like down for the count in the hospital, but then she Mm. died. Yeah. I don't know. But do they really die? Who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah. So.
1: (sighs) Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it'll be interesting to see where they go now that they've kind of crossed this line of, you know, Homelander killing somebody and like people enjoying it. And so... What that's gonna, what how they're going, what that's gonna do to him as a person? Because,
0: but that's such an important message, right? Because I yeah. mean that you can tie that ex- right in. You tie that right into our last presidency, right? So uh, yeah. uh, having a president say, "I can kill somebody in the middle of Times Square and nobody would do anything about it," and yeah. then you have them. And then that's obviously
1: what they're playing. You know off that of, yeah. they're
0: playing. They're they're playing off of that that the obscenity of that, and so it's like, yeah, stick to that. Like, yeah. give me give me more of that. to throw in this this you know psychological political side of it um and give me less colonics you know that's fun and everything but i don't need an entire episode in an orgy house like i just don't need that (laughs) like we all know what an orgy is we get it there's plenty of that on porn sites yeah there's no shortage of that like i don't need that here because we could see that anywhere yeah and it's Um, funny
1: because you have all of this gratuitiveness but and i'm not saying they should but it's you know none of the None of the main actors really are engaging in that sort of thing. No, they're not going to do that. Yeah. I mean that's like um,
0: like we like we said we assumed this was a bunch of porn stars yeah, that yeah. that got And again, I don't think that they should.
1: That. I'm just saying it's like it's funny to notice that like they're like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll be in the show, but I'm not." I mean Anthony Starr, I guess shows is I'll
0: butt. do a scene but. for days on end with people banging around me but i'm not going to take part in that yeah. which is like then why do we have this yeah. what is this really adding to it right right the that's irony. what i'm saying it's
1: just set dressing yeah for the sake of shock, shock value, shock value. Yeah. yeah
0: the irony that there is that porn is lacking storyline and now we have storyline we're just going to yeah. bombard it with porn it but just I, seemed like a, a silly thing to do yeah
1: i did really really like this season though and and um you know, I thought Soldier Boy's character was interesting. You know, it's the Captain America stuff and like mm-hmm. um, his story. I, I actually liked the, his, the the when they go back to his story and they're in the army and the, that kind of like early days of this experimenting with this stuff and these people having these powers in, in this war and mm-hmm. kind of how that kind of storyline, you know, was interesting and they didn't need any kind of crazy over the top stuff. Right. For that whole like how he got captured and then they had to go rescue him and that sort of thing so um i think that they they have the ability to tell great stories like that but i just feel like um yeah they they, they just get they're like a kid in a candy store it's like so we can have this guy shrink and go in this guy's ass and, <laughs> uh, and then it's gonna blow up no, He's gonna become not... you know
0: wait yeah no yeah yeah it just i i no um <laughs> I just want to scrub that out of my brain. Yeah. Um so, so uh my god, I don't you know, it's 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 becoming um more common for me to find stuff that I'm like this is going to be in my top 10, which is great, right? I love that. Um but it's getting harder to actually fit these things in there. Um because I I feel like this was a pretty decent year for stuff. Yeah. And um I love that but I don't know how the hell I'm going to consolidate this down to 10 condense it. What the fuck am I talking about?
1: Consolidate.
0: Yeah, but uh, I didn't mean consolidate. I meant uh. to condense it down. (laughs) I mean, yeah, you could could Well, I guess consolidate is more mixing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I I meant condensing. My brain's not working. Um, but, uh, so somewhere, somewhere in, in the ether, if you will, um, there was this this magic expo- creative explosion. Okay. And uh and Ari Catcher and Ryan Welsh teamed up with Jared Carmichael. Yeah. And um I I say Jared. It's Jared, right? Not Gerard.
1: Gerard. I don't know. I assume um, so. I don't
0: know. See? I don't know now. Shame on me. Um and then like so so you have this this story that's already like well, you know, okay, okay. And then the stars really just went like, what if I'm going to throw you, I'm going to throw you an option here. And what if we chuck Chris Abbott into this? Mm-hmm. And then you have on the count of three. That, of course, um, for some was not a pleasant experience, cinematic experience. You know, it is what it is. Um, but I, I didn't, the fact that like, it didn't get an amazing score in yeah. terms of reviews, which again are subjective, and we take with a grain of salt here because many things that we've loved have not been reviewed well, vice versa. You know, mm-hmm. we the Northmen of, of of the groups that I'm like, nah, I don't get it, but yeah. everyone says it's amazing. You know, yeah, this is all personal taste. Um, but I just don't understand how you with with the the plethora of garbage that exists cinematically things that get funded that are just completely unoriginal or whatever how this does not score higher uh this is easily one of the best films that i think i will watch this year Mm. it's it's going to be a hard film to top for me
1: yeah it's it's an interesting concept and um you know it's 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 the thing about chris abbott i know you have your thing about chris abbott but He's just one of those actors that loves picking interesting roles and loves finding interesting stories. And so you know when you're watching something that he's in that there's you know, there's a certain kind of it's usually like a an indie film that is really interesting in some way, whether you love it or, or not. You know, it's always like interesting and, and unique and and stuff. And so I applaud his choices. Um, you know, because I'm sure he could you know, he was in girls and you know i'm sure that he could i mean i don't know but I, I assume he could be in bigger budget stuff um but you know the fact that he chooses these roles and so many like he's in so many he movies. left
0: girls because of creative differences yeah um he didn't like where the character was going to my understanding and he wasn't getting along with uh what's her face yeah, yeah. and uh that's the rumor, but um, he left the show, which is, you know, as, as an as an actor, as an up and coming actor, right? That's a really risky thing to do, um, because you're on a, a show that's doing so well, and a lot of people would say like you're a fool, just let the character goes go go where it goes, but don't leave the show. But he left because that he was not enjoying his work, and so I 100% respect that. I don't think. I realize that Christopher Abbott has bills to pay and yeah. you know he's he 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 wants to be successful but I feel like he's not willing to compromise. Yeah. His love of acting for fame. Yeah. So I don't think it I don't it's not that Christopher Abbott doesn't have star quality power it's that he doesn't have star quality desire yeah. to stay in that tier of of celebrity. He's yeah. m- much more interested in the actual product. Yeah and the 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 development of that character. I look, if you know me, you know that I don't say this lightly in any way shape or form. But for me, Chris Abbott is like Hoffman level. Mm. Hoffman. Listen, Hoffman's Hoffman. I don't know that anybody's ever going to beat Hoffman for me, but that's that's not in it's not easy to hit that level for me of of range. Yeah. And I think that uh chris abbott um he he just has chris abbott james mcavoy jonathan majors Mm -hmm. they have that kind of viola davis like they have this ability to play completely like i don't think of their other characters when i see them you know and that's that's, such that's such a difficult thing to do as an actor I am well aware that I will never ever hit that caliber of acting and that is totally okay with me because that is not something that I don't I I honestly don't believe that you can teach that you know Mm. you can you can improve upon somebody somebody's ability to act but I don't think that that caliber of acting is that you can take somebody with no no acting ability and teach them I don't care how great of a of a of a professor or coach you have like that is something that you are born with yeah you just have that yeah and christopher Abbott is absolutely adorable yes and that's 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 the bonus right is that we've got something nice to look at that just makes it all all the better but that is that is like at the bottom of the list and when you see the performances that he that he uh uh, that he gives and the 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 parts that he accepts. It's yeah. I just have such a respect for him as an actor because I'm always like, even if it's something that it's like the film itself didn't blow me away. I I love that he played a completely different character. Yeah. Right. He just wanted to play something else, and I love that because so many actors are good actors, but they get stuck in that loop of playing a safe character because that's what they're cast in, and then yeah. they, then then that's it. You're pigeonholed. Like good luck getting out of that. Um. So. This, oh, <laughs> there's, there's something happens when I watch a movie that is this well written, directed, and performed. One part of me becomes completely inspired and is like, I want to do this. Yeah. And then the other side of me is like, just give up.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean that's you the problem will with inspiration, never, right? Inspiration. Ever,
0: things. ever get close to writing, or executing, or performing something this well just crawl in your hole and stay there yeah. maybe it's just me
1: no i i get inspired like you have to have a little bit of of uh, uh you know dunnings kruger where you can like like well if you think that you'll never be you will never make a movie as good as whatever movie but you still are dumb enough to try yeah you know and so like you have to have a little bit of that kind of uh, uh foolishness um and take chances and and go for it and uh you know if you shoot for the stars maybe you'll hit the moon or some nonsense or some <laughs> kind of saying about that uh and so i, I don't feel think like, i'm
0: gonna make it out of the atmosphere honestly
1: <laughs> i feel like for me i'm a little bit more foolheartedly heartedly hearted that i would try that I'd be inspired by something and then want to try it where you may be inspired by something and be like, "I don't know. It's never gonna be that good, anyway."
0: I'm I'm on the fence. It's yeah. definitely uh, watching this film gave me one hundred percent imposter syndrome. You know, I was just like, "What am I doing? What am I doing?"
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: There was still the percentage percentage of me that was inspired enough to be like I want to try to do that. I want to try to get close to this. Yeah. Um and then, you know, the the pessimistic side of me was just like you're an idiot. Like this is this is Can not bother? uh it's 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 rare that you get to that that I watch a movie where I am 100% invested like Yeah. that like you watch it leaning forward. I, I that's how I kind of reference it if I'm watching a movie leaning forward. Or with my legs up, right? Because I like, was like, I have to kind of ground myself for a second. Uh-huh. I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Things are happening here, and I need to make sure that I'm in a steady position to have yeah. this experience. Um, that's how I watched this film. Just kind of, it's not an, it's not an. Eh, I mean, it's, it's sort of edge, uh, the, sit on the edge of your seat, kind of, sort of. But it's not that kind of movie. But I was still just like so engrossed in it. Um, every movie every single movie even the best movie in the world has flaw there were certain things that i was like could have lived without that didn't love that it yeah. doesn't matter cuz nothing's perfect no film is perfect um so for me it's not about like well this movie had flaw like every movie every movie is guilty of that um because it's 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 personal taste right and yeah. you're you're never going to you never going to hit all the marks but it's it's whether or not you engaged your audience and i was completely engaged in that and Freaking Chris, like I say this every time I watch another Chris Abbott film, I'm like that was his best performance. And then he's in, and I'm like, well, okay, well maybe this was maybe. Same with like McAvoy does that shit to me all the time. Yeah. John you know, it's it's like actors that I really, really look up to. And that's what makes them great actors, that they keep outdoing themselves. That's right. what you should be doing as an actor. You should be outdoing yourself. And in different ways. Not everything has to be like, oh, that's going to win an Academy Award. It's not about that. Like, this movie's not going to win an Oscar. Well,
1: Jonathan Majors is is in Marvel world now, so.
0: Yeah, he is. And he was the only thing that brought my attention. And he was in he it for like 10 in, minutes. But, <laughs> but I was still but in. But he's going to be in other I movies and in other
1: shows and stuff. So I'm I'm curious to see. If he kind of like, you know, because once you're in that Marvel world, it's like that's like your life, you know, sort of, you sort know? of. I Rarely think if you're do you smart, go outside you can, of that.
0: I don't there's I don't listen.
1: It doesn't happen a lot, but it certainly does. Well,
0: first of all, don't even put I don't even want that energy out there that we're going to lose the majors to Marvel. I don't see him marvelizing himself and forgetting about everything else. Don't do that. I know you're listening because obviously that's what you do with your spare time, Jonathan. But like do not, we cannot lose you to Marvel. It, like you're in there. That's cool. You got to eat. I, I yeah. love that, you know, but like like we cannot lose that type of talent to Marvel. Yeah. On the flip side of that, that is what Marvel needs to be more effectively entertaining, in my opinion, is yeah. you need good performances and good actors and write these characters in a way that they're... Their acting abilities are showcased. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. This movie was fucking amazing. <laughs> okay? Yeah. That's what I want. I want in Laure- uh, laurels and it's just like, this movie was fucking amazing. So Dumont. Yeah. Go girl Podcast. Um. It's... It's such a clever, it's such a clever story that of course was controversial. Like as soon as you start talking about a suicide pact, you're going to have people that come out of the woodwork and they're like, this is making fun of mental health and you know what was so infuriating and not in a terrible way, like in an entertaining way, it was so infuriating about his character was that I know that guy. I was actually friends with that guy. Up until a few years ago when I finally went, I can't with you anymore. Yeah. So to 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 automatically take offense and to to sort of to chop down the the reality of this type of personality because you feel like it's making fun of mental health and mental health awareness. I think Look, this is art. It's like comedy. We can get into this, right? It's like, it's going to be offensive. It's going to bother somebody. Some of you will get it. Some of you won't. Right. And if you don't get it, don't watch it. Don't like, you know,
1: right. And that's the thing is a lot of these, a lot of these issues are very surface level, right? Someone's like, "Oh, there's a movie about two people that want to kill each other." Well, that's bad. You shouldn't do it. It's like, "Well, did you watch the movie? Did you understand the mm-hmm. message that they were saying?" So I feel like it's but also a lot like of it's every gangster kind of movie and reaction. everything; yeah. those
0: are totally okay. Yeah. But once you start talking about suicide or mental health issues, like yeah. that, that's like off the table for some reason.
1: Yeah, it's uh, as
0: if I'm supposed to believe that like mass serial killers and gangsters have I'm pristine sure mental m- health.
1: Movies that that warrant that kind of criticism, but. Uh, I don't feel like this is one of them.
0: Yeah, I just, but you know what? Even then, like when, oh well, yeah, it's with freedom the exception, of speech, freedom
1: of expression. So it's with, like,
0: yeah, with the exception of like movies that are like, yeah, they actually killed the animals and this. And I'm like, nah, yeah. that I nah, nah, well, that's different. You than, lost me with that shit. But even the message, most yeah. gratuitous, ridiculous film has the right to exist. You have like gross indie horrors, like the, was it Slaughtered Vomit Dolls or whatever the hell it was <laughs> called, yeah. right? It's just a movie of people vomiting everywhere and it's like weird, like snuff film-esque type thing. Yeah. But you know um, what?
1: I don't watch it and I move on with my exactly. Life. I'm like, yeah. you know
0: what? I can't hear people throwing up and knowing that the actors threw up that that's not for me. Uh no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. But then you you know, taking the extreme sides of that. Like everybody always, when they talk about oh, the most disgusting, shocking films, they always go to Serbian film, which I think is so, it's so lazy. Yeah. it's so lazy and it's always because of the one scene and i find it amazing that it's like you have no problem with all of the other ludicrous disgusting degenerate shit that's going on in that but the second you involve a baby it's like we've gone too far yeah <laughs> rape murder torture like all that shit is cool but you have an animatronic doll and all of a sudden We've crossed the line. Um, and for me, like that type of film, it's lazy, right? You're just using shock factor to pull people in. And it worked because people are still referencing. There was a movie like yeah. 12 years old or something yeah. like that. And people are still talking about a Serbian film. Like I watched that film. It has absolutely no substance. Um, but that was his artistic right to make. Right. So long as no one was actually harmed in that and nothing illegal actually took place. That's where your brain goes for a film what am i got human centipede watch the first one don't see the point and ever seeing that the sequels or prequels to that uh you know but it's the same as when i say i didn't enjoy this but i'm glad that it was made like you that's what you want to do we can't start uh censoring people's uh creativity and and creative choices you know what i mean so if if it's funny
1: because most people that want to like censor that sort of stuff will always preach about letting the free market decide right? in the capitalist society, which we live in. And it's like, well, then that should apply to everything. Exactly. You, you can't
0: know? cherry pick that and, and, and apply it to just what you find offensive. But um, I thought, you know, I, like I said, when we started watching the film, I immediately was like, oh my God, we know this person. And I'm not yeah. friends with this person anymore because it's exhausting. It's yeah. exhausting. Um, and uh, so it just, he, the 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 mileage and lengths that he went to play that character was so good Val's character also like so you had like this I mean he dyed his hair (laughs) yeah that's it right there um you have this like the 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 maniacal chaos that is Kevin's brain and then you have Val who's like the of uh, the polar opposite, right? Yeah. So it's like the 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 yin to the yang type of thing, and so this friendship works because there's you have the one person who brings in the chaos and excitement, and the one person who has to bring you back down to reality. Um, and but but still within that, I mean, Val is still it was Val's idea to have this sort of joined suicide pact, right? Yeah. So obviously not it's, it's still unhinged in his own way, but in such a mild mannered type of uh, uh, he's just sort of like chaos, but encased. You know, where yeah. Kevin is just like there is no yeah. holding that guy in. Right. Um, the writing was just brilliant. I think these are the two writers that have written for Jared Carmichael before, so that I'm pretty sure that they have uh, a history together. Mm-hmm. Uh, it shows because it it just it went so well. Just the little things, the little nuances, and little things that went on, um, in the gun range. Yeah. <laughs> so, Uh, like that scene that scene is hilarious right and everything that's going on is hilarious and and Kevin's character but it was but it's not
1: like over the top no you know it's just like situationally funny
0: right yeah but what one of my favorite things that happened actually was uh, Carmichael's character so uh, I think like Kevin like Brings the gun up, or like in a way that is like unsafe, right? Um, and it's you might actually miss the line because he says it sort of under under his breath, the way you would to a friend, right? Yeah. Uh, where Carmichael's like, I don't, I I'm, this isn't verbatim, but you know, just like you know, I gotta bring the gun down. Like, Fucking crazy, and he says it like that, like really yeah. low. Like, and someone may not have heard that, but yeah. the way he says that's exactly yeah. how you would say that to you know to somebody like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, just this. It's it's comical and you're you're entertained by the fact that they did it, but you're also like, listen, that's a loaded gun, right? So, uh, like, chill out.
1: Well, the the whole there's this kind of like really run. I guess a runner is not. It's just kind of like this 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 theme of guns Hmm. that it has in there. Like when he runs out, like I have a right to bear this arm for some reason, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like this (laughs) is very comedic moments, but not like you know slapsticky. It's just, um it's believable and it's, it's, it's earned and, and all that stuff, but it's just, um, it's kind of brilliant in that way because you could look at it and be like, oh my God, they're, they're glorifying this gun stuff, but it's like quite the opposite, you know? And so uh, I found that stuff to be really effective and funny and, and almost poignant, you know?
0: But then also for somebody to say that, I mean, do you look at the position that we're in? I mean, we're in the position that we are with gun control because people like that get guns. Yeah. So there's that, that's not false. Right. Right. I mean, right. you're telling a story, so that's right. not false. Like, I don't, I don't know. Um, that was a great scene uh, when he held the place up and why he held it up. Yeah. You know, it yeah. was not this malicious. Uh, it wasn't with malicious intent, but uh, just out of frustration. And, and he was just sort of appalled by the behavior and being ignored. And, and, um, but then his reaction to the rush that he gets doing that is just so Kevin. This yeah. <laughs> way, it's 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 really amazing when you can when you can uh, be part of a stranger's life for like ninety minutes and have them feel like they know you. Yeah. Um. And uh, at no at no point did I not know where this was going at the very end. Yeah. Yeah. I I knew what was going to happen, which was why I. Yeah, did once, my best to enjoy Kevin.
1: Yeah. Once but, the doctor situation happened, then you knew like there was no turning back at that point. There's no that turning back. Like,
0: but here's what I will say. I didn't see the doctor thing happening. Mm. That threw me off. And I, I I might say that it was one of the things that I maybe didn't love. Mm. I, did, not th- but I it didn't I didn't feel solid, it needed. For me,
1: it. it solidified the ending. Yes. Like I was like, oh yeah, yes. that's definitely...
0: I I I knew where the ending was already I was like ninety percent sure that where the ending was going. I don't know why we're like being covert about this because we review it okay so i already knew that kevin was gonna fucking bite it at the end i already knew that but i didn't feel that the film needed the fonster meeting his end like that yeah that that would be my one thing and it's like it's a it's a weird it's not even a critique it's just like did i feel that it needed that no because i felt like kevin's kevin's past attempts was enough kevin was incapable of feeling happiness yeah so i already he didn't need it you know what i'm saying so you didn't need to add that but then i guess like you wouldn't have been able to have that ending with val because the the stakes wouldn't have been to a point where he would have had to take the fall for something um i get all that but i was genuinely surprised like i i knew kevin was going to confront him and i figured he's going to chicken out because there's no way he's going to be able to do this and it's not something that val actually did either because he didn't know what was happening you know he walked in the 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 his friend has a gun pointed at him now, so he yeah. took his shot. I didn't think he needed to take a shot at his head, <laughs> especially for a guy who was, uh, you know, in favor of, like, safe gun usage. Yeah. I was like, you could have maybe hit a kneecap or something, maybe shot him in the hand. Uh, so I, I was definitely like, holy shit, you know, that he's dead. Yeah. And now this is this is a different movie. Like, now yeah. something else has happened here, which is which is major. And And like you said, there is no going back. So... Um, I, I don't know. I read I read I tried not to go too crazy because I, I loved it and I didn't really care why people didn't like it, but I did want to kind of get an idea. Yeah. Um and I, I just was so perplexed by the the lack of of under I don't know, people just seemed unentertained by it though. Yeah. And, and I didn't get it. I was like this was an amazing film. It was an original story mm-hmm. which is not easy to come by anymore. Um their time together was always like, if we could just talk again, like, can you just pe- do me a favor and find the instruction manual to crawl out of Christopher Abbott's ass ishia, please? I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but in these these little scenes where you give somebody the freedom to just sort of like go off the rails and you say you say to you say to, to Abbott in this scene, you're driving a van. <laughs> You're going to yeah. start singing along to a song. Just go with it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um knowing what he's capable of, I didn't even expect all of that. Yeah. So much so that we re- we we had to re- yeah, it. we yeah. had to rewind it. We rewound that part because I didn't know what I had just experienced. <laughs> I was like as it was happening, I was laughing so hard that we had to rewind it to actually see if we yeah. had experienced what we thought we had. And we did. I'd like I don't know in a million years if that's where I would take that. It's yeah. it 100% what it needed, but like I don't I don't have the uh the the acting chops if you will to even come up with something that fucking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um it was so good. Yeah. It was so good and again, so Kevin. It was yeah. such a Kevin moment. Um what the hell band is that?
1: Um oh god. I don't know. It's one of those cheesy metal bands.
0: Yeah. No, but I know the name of it. Cause, Cause, remember Val says that's not going to be. It's, it's like you don't listen to a song about suicide when you're going to commit suicide. Yeah. Like that. Oh God, what the fuck is the name of that band? I don't like them. Ugh, I don't like them. So I don't remember their name off off the top of my head. Um, it'll come to me, and uh, because it's going to drive me crazy. But um, I just really, I don't know. I I wish that there were more movies like that. Papa Roach is Papa it Papa Roach? Roach? Yeah. Um, I. I'm jealous that i I can't write something this engrossing., um, but I love that somebody can. <laughs> and I wish more people did. and I loved it. it's it's not just my favorite film of the year. It's like i I don't know how I'm gonna fit this in like my top 20 films, but it yeah. has to go in there, so it has to.
1: By the it was end of so the year, it'll be like a top 40 film. I would
0: watch this movie again. Like, I, I can love a movie and say I loved that, but I probably wouldn't watch it again. And then there's the movies that you love so much that, like, uh, Shawshank Redemption, I watch every single time it's on, even if I'm not in the mood for it. Goodfellas, like yeah. these classics, right? But then you have like Edge of Tomorrow, I'll always watch that. Um, Tucker and Dale, mm-hmm. uh, Scott Pilgrim, you know, like these these movies that. It's not easy to make a movie that doesn't have a lot of flashing lights and bells and whistles, right? Edge of Tomorrow is an amazingly well, uh, it it was well-written and well-performed, directed, edited, and all that, right? But you have lots of shiny lights and bells and whistles. So you can watch that over and over again, right? Because you sort of find something new every time. and. As same thing with Scott Pilgrim there's a hundred things going on it's uh, uh so it's easy to 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 repeat that yeah. Tucker and Dale same thing you have the comedy you have you know what's coming and then you watch you know you, yeah. you can anticipate the comedy and all that it's very difficult to write a drama a comedic drama that people would want to watch again and again yeah because this it, it's it, it could easily be a film that you're like that was amazing I'll yeah. probably never watch that again
1: yeah yeah i would watch this again yeah genres generally are are tend to be more rewatchable for whatever reason
0: yeah it's usually like horror Mm -hmm. comedy yeah uh sci-fi yeah uh you'll there's something and with horror it's interesting right because you literally know (laughs) the suspense is gone once you know what's going to happen right but for some reason uh we'll watch those over and over again um and this is not this is, it's an, e- like, this is like a Shutter Island for me, where it's like, I, I know everything that's going on, but it's still, it pulls me in, mm. and, and, uh, I, I'll watch this a hundred times. It was so, so damn good. It was so good. Yeah. I'm not even going to pretend that anybody that was involved in this film would ever come on our show, <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it is, uh, I'm, I'm such a Carmichael fan, uh, as, as a director, an yeah. actor. Like, I want to see more of... It. Like, if this is the shit that he's directing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if th- this was his first film.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. This is and your first st- film. in it, too.
0: Like, are you kidding me yeah. right now? Yeah, I mean, it's not like he was a plumber before this and then... Just, I mean, like, obviously, yeah, yeah. he was in entertainment, he's a comedian. But, um, you know, so he has that uh, the comfort with a stage presence and stuff, but... Uh, that's that's the part that breaks me down. Like, this is your first film. Okay. Like, look, I know you have connections, obviously, because yeah. you have these amazing writers. So they they were not going to let you fail. You were going to do a good job. But uh, it's it just still like major credit. That's a huge, yeah. huge thing to accomplish as a first film. Yeah. Like, if, if I make something like this before I die, it would be a miracle. And this is what you're starting out with. So mm-hmm. I, I, I can only go up from here, I hope. Um, he has a really, really good, uh, he has, the, he has like a dry comedic timing, right? Which as a comedian, you can obviously understand, you know, would, yeah. would be likely, but, um, they just like, they should work together a lot. Yeah. Great chemistry. Yeah. Really great, really great chemistry. I thought that, uh, I can't imagine other people in that, I guess. Yeah. They just did so yeah, well together. Perfect
1: for that. Yeah. God.
0: I don't even know how to properly re- like. I, d- did I do the, this film justice in this review? I don't know because it was just such a good movie. Yeah, I'm. I feel so deflated. I'm artistically deflated when things like this happen. When I experience this, I don't know what direction to go in anymore. <laughs> I really don't. I don't know. Like I said, I'm watching that and I'm like, oh my god. Take take mental notes. Take uh, timing. Okay, this yes. Next time you okay, think about that. And then the movie's older. You know, it's over, and I'm like just. Shut up. Yeah. Like you're not <laughs> you're not doing this. Um anyway. On the counter three. It's amazing. You should watch it. I think it was like five ninety nine. Yeah. Uh if it was twenty nine ninety nine, you should still pay. It was so, so good. Um, I don't think yeah, we rented it. I'm um, and I'm I, I would like to own it, honestly. I mean, do you own anything in this world anymore? No, I don't know, like uh, Adams and- so Target's not gonna be selling DVDs and Blu rays anymore. Yeah. Um, because nobody's buying them. Yep. And I'm over here like, are they gonna put this on Blu ray? Because I need to own this. Yeah, no. no. Like actually own it, yeah. not stream own it. I don't I I hate that crap. I don't wanna Apple Music own my films. Like <laughs> I wanna know that when the cable goes out or when the internet goes out and we have a you know, whatever well, issue sure that I can still
1: watch this. I'm sure you can go to uh the production company's site and buy it?
0: I would like to. I would mm-hmm. like that. It was very good. I loved it. Yeah. Loved it, Watch and it. so we're gonna be seeing. We're watching Nope tomorrow, mm-hmm. a matinee on a Monday, and uh, looking into the theater. So far, it's us and four other people, which is exactly how I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see well, if our seats us are and no
1: other people. is exactly well, how yes, I like
0: obviously, it. but, but uh, yeah. that wasn't gonna happen. Uh, let's see how sticky and disgusting our seats are. I didn't forget from last time. I'm bringing wipes with me. Yeah. Uh. Yuck, and. Uh, I'm actually afraid to nasty. wipe that down and then look at what I yeah, just. Like, I'm like, oh, I don't want to see what's going to be on there because normally I well, wouldn't I'm be doing have this.
1: To bring wipes anyway, because I I'm, I wouldn't want to not wipe my seat down after I leave with this poison ivy. Would...
0: You're not going to. You can't give people poison ivy. It's courteous. It's a, it's a it's a wonderful courtesy of you to not have your poison ivy blisters dripping I'm all over saying. things. I appreciate that. I'm just saying you can't give anybody the poison ivy. But um, it's still, gross. Yeah. Well, think about how many people did that and didn't yeah. wipe down afterwards. Well, I, I <laughs> That's doubt there's what's all over many their seats. people
1: that have Poison Ivy like this because most people probably listen to their wives. I'm
0: saying. I don't know. Who knows? You know, whatever. Um, shout out. mograf And again, we're going to have John Casby on from The Deep End. Uh, he's a documentary uh, a film director. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we loved that show. We didn't actually think he would agree to be on the show. So we just reviewed it and we yeah. jumped the gun. What are you going to do? Um but if you have a film or show or something that you're working on, send it our way. Let us know. And again, we will be watching. Nope, and reviewing that in two weeks. So you have two weeks to watch it before we ruin everything. Yeah. I've managed not to get this film ruined. So as soon as I hear, so I'm like, I say, Nope. Like, Nope. No. 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 I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear if you even loved it. Yeah. I don't want to hear anything. I just want to watch the damn film please stop giving yeah. me little nuggets of information that are going to ruin it because I'm going to yeah. overthink I hate,
1: it. And they do this with all sorts of films and shows. It's like uh, the director talks about spoilers death. It'll actually say spoiler <laughs> in it, you know, and it's like, well, now I know somebody dies. Right. And it's important right. in that. It's like that in and of itself is a spoiler. Exactly.
0: So, Let's yeah. just enjoy it. Let's yeah. just go in blind and Not enjoy that it.
1: I saw that about this film. I'm just saying I, I see that all the time about other other stuff.
0: I have like one thing in my brain because somebody put that in there that I think this is about, but mm-hmm. then I, I saw something that that, that was wrong. Right. So I'm It's hoping... like one thing
1: if you're like, hey, listen to my review of this film and it's like, I don't want it because I haven't seen it yet. But when, when it's part of like the headline or like oh, yeah. the... It's like that's just Yeah, like if so we annoying. if
0: I go on Instagram and I'm like, "Hey, watch our review of why we thought the ending of Nope was really stupid with the, you know, dimension changing." And it's like, yeah. "What? <laughs> yeah. Why would you do that?" Yeah. I hope there isn't dimension changing now cuz someone's going to yeah. be like, "You're an asshole." But I'm going to say, "You know what? I'm pretty sure I'm psychic." So, Yeah. I have abilities. I'm special. So that's I that's might it. be able to make some money off of this.
1: Watch how we felt about Bruce Willis being dead the whole time in Six sense.
0: <laughs> yes. I had somebody ruin that for me. I might have told the story. If I'm doing like the 75-year-old grandma thing where I tell you the story for the 100th time, I had somebody do that to me with the others Yeah. on an escalator yeah. in a very big movie escalator. theater. Escalator. Escalator. I was going up. They were coming down. And I just heard these two girls talking. And she's like, so what if we're like dead and we don't even know it? And I was like, you fucking bitch. <laughs> like, and I did say that as she was going down. <laughs> Um, and a couple other people were like, What? We were so we just wanted to jump that girl so bad. It was just yeah. like, why would you say that? Could that conversation not have waited for when you that's, stepped outside the of the movie in theater? A
1: people just like want She's
0: lucky she didn't get her ass. I wanted to hit that girl in the throat so hard. It was like so like I already went in knowing. I was like, they're dead, yeah. they're dead, they're all dead. Fan freaking fantastic. Still a great movie, and I've watched it several times. But I'm
1: much more gullible. I
0: hate that I never got to actually see if I would have figured that out mm-hmm. because I, I already knew what was going on. Anyhow, we appreciate you and we'll talk to you next week. Yep. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye.